Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Tube Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. We're having another look at the 21st of April 1974 chart. Even though neither of us kind of really want to. We were sort of looked at it and just I mean you just went oh no and I went oh yeah yeah let's, there's, there's got to be more here that we can look at because it's a very interesting and um, diverse chart I think mm. um, and we just basically got distracted last time with early Wombles now I've brought the Wombles book along this time in case we need to look at that just in case just in it case was, um, the self-flowing river uh, the spoon I can't remember what the spoon was. Mm. Oh, was the spoon a game show or something? Yeah, probably. You said you'd come up with a game show idea. Oh, no, it was a I've, podcast idea. I've forgotten it now. Oh, okay. That's all right then. Um, but we'll have another look and see what's in this chart. I mean, um, Genesis are in there with a, a hit single, and Genesis didn't do singles. Or if they did, nobody bought them. Yeah, they thought they, a, they, they were too serious and interesting to do something as frivolous as a single. There were a few like that. Led Zeppelin did that kind of thing. Pink Floyd did that. It's a cunt like, move. Uh, singles are for, uh, for children. We yeah, do singles. We do not albums. Doing, not doing singles is the mark of a cunt. If a band explicitly say they don't do singles, that's my signal to not engage with that band. Walk away. Yeah. 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 So and the then, thing is, Andy, there's a lot of there's a lot of bands out there in the world, and there's a lot of music to consume. And it's just if you if you try if you go around trying to listen to all of it, you send yourself mad. You never really get deeply into anything because you're just obsessed with, you know. Yeah. I mean, I look at people like Giles Peterson. And I think, mate, how do you have the time to listen to this music? You must never listen to one record more than once maximum. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I used to when I was younger. I used to be so obsessed. That I would listen to stuff relentlessly and I'd learn them I'd learn all the songs I knew yeah. all the words now yeah. it just goes in one ear and out the other even if I, I've heard something ten times if I if I did like get a new album discover a new album that I like uh, I've had a few this year already and it's only March mm. I I show some determination and focus and I yeah. listen to it I try to do what I call teenage listening yeah right which is yeah. if I like an album I think right this is really good on the first listen and so if it's good on the first listen it's only going to get better and so with all my listening time that I schedule into my daily routine do you do I will that? just 
nah but you know like I don't schedule it but if I'm out walk, if I need to walk to the train station or the shops or I'm taking the dog for a walk that will always be music listening time right and uh, and that and so I, I will tend to like if I've got an album that I like a new album I'll do yeah. it minimum three four times in a row yeah and, and then do you commit to it or do you, do you then I chuck it. it then I chuck it so I delete it now. off my Spotify yeah, and then about I it. throw it. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, but I, um, no, but I like to do that. It's a new system I've got called Teenage Listening. And right. um, I mean, that, 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 you've got to be careful where, where, where you talk about that. That could be misconstrued. Possibly. I know, I know, I know. I should probably think of a different name for it, yeah. to be honest, before I take it public. <laughs> and, uh, and also, good job this, this podcast is behind the paywall. Um, the other thing is, well, going back to singles, you have to have a system, Andy, for filtering out the music you choose to listen to and not listen to. Because if not, you'll drive yourself mad trying to listen to all of it. So you have to have certain boundaries and rules and criteria. One of mine would be, oh, they're a band who don't do sig- singles, so I'm not interested so in that band. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, sing- but- albums, album tracks are easy. Singles are the tough bits. Mm, of course, they're the catchy ones. Yeah, get, get you to buy the albums, but then, but then, I guess there was more of a. Now it's easy to listen to album tracks. Mm. You, you don't need to put singles out now because everything's a single. If it gets listened to or, or played on iTunes, it's it, it gets mm. up the charts. But um, oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, put, people put singles. But for out promotional reasons, they still release things for radio players' singles, don't they? I think so. I think you have to legally, otherwise you yeah. get banned. You're, you're, um, you're banned by the pop authorities, the pop authorities, yeah. as they're called. But like, but then in 1974, for example, it was there was a kind of a um, there was a cultural space for album mm. tracks. You'd have like John Peel. This is John Peel's pre-punk era, yeah. and he'd probably play album tracks by Pink Floyd and yeah. Led Zeppelin, and you know the appropriate audience would tune in and listen to that and he had the old yeah. whistle test as well with Bob Harris yeah. in the studio tonight we've got Pink Floyd and they're going to be playing for 17 and a half minutes with this track from their new yeah. album it's a old fucking wank and I know uh, I mean you know, to be honest we've been quite cynical about punk from time to time but only not only because we're sick of hearing old punks go on about punk there's not right. much to say about punk fucking, said again fucking and again and again. boring yeah. but but um, no wonder it came along with that sort of fucking nonsense going on. Exactly. I mean, moving on in a similar vein, when The Clash came along, The Clash, they put singles out, but they would refuse to do Top of the Pops, which yeah. I also think is stupid. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to do Top of the Pops? It's wonderful. Yeah. They probably didn't want to get bossed around by the, your Michael Hurls of this world. Yeah, they were quite short-tempered, The Clash. I think they probably imagined ended up getting into a fight with Michael Hurl. Simonon um, fucking wrapping his base round Hurl's fucking head. But I they think knew- Hurl was one of these guys who carried a cricket bat everywhere. Yeah, I think they knew they'd somehow eventually get banned by Hurl and they just didn't want to go down that road. So they yeah. just kind of pre-banned themselves mm. by just never doing Top of the Pop. We're pre-banning ourselves from Top of the Pop. Yeah, it's <laughs> a strange thought- move. And to be fair, they would have been great. They had some great singles that would have gone down a storm on Top of the Pop. Such a shame we don't have that to YouTube. But there you go. I think um, there's, there's uh, Legs and Court or Pants People or whatever they were called at the time danced to Bank Robber by The Clash. They did, and I didn't think they? they were dressed up as bank robbers. 
<laughs> yeah, they did. That. That's right. I've seen that. That's wonderful. <laughs> that was definitely done specifically to wind up Joe <laughs> Strummer. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was legs and coronet. I'm looking at it now. Uh, when I Paul say I'm on, now, I don't mean Paul like Simonon is this week's guest on Rock and Tears or last week's. I can't remember. Who is? Sorry, what? Paul Simonon is, oh, is, is the latest guest on Rock and Tears, which I'm looking forward to. Well, they're the kind of bank robbers you'd expect Legs and Core to be. I'll just Sexy say that. Sexy bank robbers. Sexy bank robbers, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's something that I've got to say I've been itching to get out this is the third episode we've done on this fucking boring chart right and i'm sorry look the thing is the the pop blob is set its settings mean that it can pick a chart from anywhere between 1970 and 1999 or 2000 the truth is i only want charts between about 1978 and (laughs) 1997. 1997, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Right. But that's just me. But there is one thing ever since we first read this chart out that I've been desperate to do, and I think if I don't do it now, we might never get to it because this could be the last episode because it's the song at number one. The song at number one is Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jacks. Yeah. And I only know that song because of the following Terrace anthem from the days Upton Park. We had joy, we had fun, we had Millwall on the run, but the joy didn't last because the bastards ran too fast. (laughs) (laughs) I've just been itching to sing it, but I haven't had a chance, and I'm just delighted now that it's done. Okay. Uh, And also, number six, You Are Everything, Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye. Andy, is this a cover of a song more famously performed by the Stylistics? Uh, you are everything. You are uh, everything. And everything and is everything you. Is yeah, I don't you. know who did it first. Oh, because I think it's a... If it's the same song, I've got a good story about it. Yeah, Stylistics did it first in 71. Yeah. yeah. The story about it is this. You are familiar, no <laughs> doubt, with the uh, Brexit activist, right, anti-Brexit activist, Gina Miller. You remember... Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was one of the many, many figures that the Daily Mail tried to destroy emotionally, culturally, physically, mm-hmm. and mentally yes. um, over the years. Particularly, they were particularly active in their campaign of hatred, vitriol, and human destruction during the Brexit. Currently, currently working, of course, on Gary Lineker. Yeah, on Gary Lineker. This. So yeah. that, that's what they do. And they did it to her. And she was mm-hmm. simply a campaigner campaigning with a view that you don't necessarily have to agree with, but uh, something she was extremely passionate about and she was campaigning uh, in a perfectly legitimate way, Mm -hmm. uh, in exactly the way that our forefathers fought to protect, right? Yes. And they tried to to destroy her, right? Mm -hmm. And she she wouldn't be destroyed. She kept coming back. Now... I managed to book her on the much-missed satirical, cutting-edge satirical uh, news show, Santa Lane's News. Permanently arrested. <laughs> Permanently arrested, simply because the authorities were scared of how brilliantly satirical it was. Right. Mm. Anyway, um, I she came on. She's an she's an amazing woman, and if you're listening to this and you don't and you you might be pro Brexit, I'll I'll just say two things. That's fair. 
But we've all got a right to our opinions. But she's a wonderful woman, an impressive mm. woman, a, a passionate, intelligent and strong woman, yeah. no matter what your views. And I would also say this. If you are pro-Brexit, stop listening to this podcast. Go on, sling your fucking hook, right? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> You're not welcome. Uh, it's not worth it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Gina Miller comes on. She's amazing. She won't be cowed. She won't be... Uh, she won't be cowed or scared off by all this like hatred that's coming her way. Um, anyway, because I'm she was, she was jer- kind of the clash of the Brexit scene. Yeah, she uh, was. But she, she did do the top of the pops of the Brexit scene, which was news thing. She's a wonderful woman and attractive too. I, I, yes. Because I'm because I'm Britain's top journalist. I did some digging on her before she came on. What okay. a life she's had! An amazing mm. life. First of all, right, fucking hell. You know, like in James Bond, when they have the opening titles and almost always there's a silhouette of sexy women dancing in the background with guns. You know that, right? Well, mate, she's one of them. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll tell you. I'm just going to look. Gina Miller, James Bond. <sighs> yeah, I mean the sun will have turned against her as well with, with a of CV course. like that. Of course, of I course. can't think why. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't remember which one it is, but she was. But also, she toured as a backing singer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she toured as a backing singer with the Stylistics on their Amazing. European tour in the nineteen seventies. Amazing. Right? She was a backing singer with the Stylistics. I didn't think she'd be that old. I, uh, well, she's just, this is another thing. She's just like, she's just amazing, right? So I said, this <laughs> is true. And she's very cool about it. She didn't really, she went, you know, I was young and I needed to earn money. You know, she's rich now, but she's, she wasn't born rich. She goes, I was young, I had to earn money. And that's how I earned my money for a while. I was a singer, right? I'm like, that's amazing. Well, you know what I've done. You know how I used to like to close the show with a song sometimes? Like once I sang a song to you, didn't I? Do you remember? I did, yeah. I sang yeah. you uh, at Mandy, Andy, but I changed it to Andy, Barry but it was Manilow the Barry Manilow, Manilow song. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I've bloody rewritten You Are Everything and I've made a singer duet with me, but I've changed the lyrics to EU are everything oh, and everything is EU. Oh, yeah. and you can watch it on YouTube. It's lovely. Did it. We did it. Yeah, she didn't care. That's the thing. She wasn't pompous or anything. She was, she just did it. Like, a lot of people, I'd try and I'll surprise them. I'll fucking do it. Where's the mic? Give Is it, it to here. you. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll sing anything, me, if it's about the EU. As long as it puts them in a positive light. <laughs> it was wonderful. And I tell you what, mate, she had a lovely voice. Oh. I'm well, getting all is, soppy just thinking about it. This is revelatory stuff. Mm. That's my evening sorted out. Yeah, I'm have a little look at that. Consuming Gina Miller content like you wouldn't believe. And and just one last thing. Yeah. She's now got a political party. I don't know if you know that. I'm looking on the um, Wikipedia page. Yeah, the True I, and Fair Party. True and Fair Party. I know because someone I know is uh, a member okay. of it. And told me all about it. And I told her, it's my friend Doreen. And I said to her, oh, yeah, Gina Miller's got a party. Well, get this. She was like, yeah, and I've got to know her. And she's wonderful. She's such an impressive woman. I've gone, oh, yeah, I've sat there listening. 
nice and calm like not showing my hand Andy do you know what I mean mm. not showing my mm. hand but knowing what I've got up my sleeve and she's going she's such a wonderful woman so impressive you should meet her she's lovely I've gone oh yeah well that just so happens I have met Gina Miller and she goes oh have you, you went haven't. and I went "Let I won't answer that with my mouth I will answer it via the medium of YouTube have a little look at this and I've just <laughs> shown her the fucking video of me singing um you are everything with with Gina Miller, and she was very impressed. But then she told me more about the and Fair Party, and I tell you what, I'm fucking on board. I'm, I've decided here and now. I've been toying with the idea for a while, but I've talked myself into it. Just on you, I'm fucking joining it, mate. Do you want to join up? I'm going to stand as a candidate, mate. They've got candidates in about nine constituencies at the minute, and none yeah. of them are in the northeast. And I don't think there's any around your way. Uh, we could both stand. For the true and fair party, I'm going to fucking say. Um, really down, I think they're, they're really they've got really good policies. Um, yeah. We'll have to read a bit more into them. I, I in case there's the anything policies. hidden, in case there's anything hidden, you know, in their um, yeah. could be something hidden in their like manifesto, like that's weird. It looks like they're standing in constituencies against particular MPs. Like one of them, they want to get rid of um, Esther McVeigh. Good. Uh, which is quite right. Good. So I don't know. Yeah. I'll do that. I could take I'd, down a fucking, MP, like one of these dodgy Tory MPs. No problem. Yeah. I've got a Labour MP Go on, here. Gina. Give me the nod. <laughs> I've got a Labour MP, so I don't really want to. Mm. Yeah, but you don't have to stand li- in your own constituency. Hardly anyone does. Oh, but do I can't they? be asked to travel. Yeah, it and might be a neighbouring constituency. Have to go down to London and go Is to there Parliament a single and... Tory in the northeast of England? Oh, there's a few, yeah. What, there's in little villages? Recently. Is it little villages? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Red Wall stretches into the northeast, like Bishop uh, Auckland and like villages. Blythe as well, the electoral well, Tory in Blythe. Well healed villages. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss jalapeño mate what, what's Hexham like Hexham's Tory Gotta I be. fucking knew it because I met someone once I was making a TV show and do you remember I told you I went and I, I spent the day with the um, Asbo Queen of Britain here, who was from Newcastle and she'd right. had so many Asbos that she'd been banned from being <laughs> in Newcastle City Centre indefinitely, yeah. Yeah. right? 
She was she was another amazing woman. I say woman, she was a girl really. So I went up and I had to meet her by the beach somewhere in Northumberland. I right. had one of the most memorable fish and chip fucking lunches of my life, to be honest. And um she was great. But the producer I was with, this was like assistant producer, we'd flown up to Newcastle in the morning and then we got in a cab and no, we got in a car, hire car, and she'd gone, It's all right, I know my way around here. And but she didn't have a I said, We took why? And she went, I'm from round here. But she was talking like this, I'm from round here. And I was like, like, fuck you are, right? Mm. You fucking Oxbridge fucking, <laughs> you clown. Right? da You were fucking last the second round there, not like me. Look, they love me round here. Hey, darling, got any apples? Fuck off. Well, <laughs> oh, she's only joking. Keep <laughs> driving, though, because uh, they're looking a little bit spicy. <laughs> yeah. got, any, got any olives for me, mate, here? Hey, mate, got any grey poop on for me sandwich? No? All right, see you later. Be lucky. Fuck off, you cockney cunt, you. You grey poop on. I'll fucking stick the grey poop on up your cock, man. Ah, he's just mucking about. He knows I'm salt the earth just like him. <laughs> anyway, though, speed up quick as you like because I think he might come over and stab me or something. Um, she said I'm from Hexham. And I went, yeah. fucking Hexham, is it? She went, yeah. And I've always had my suspicions about Hexham ever since. Mm, Tory MP there. It's nice. Got a good record shop in Hexham. Oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it's Tory. I mean, Blythe was another one where you would never expect a Tory MP to be elected, but in 2019, a Tory MP was elected. And I saw some Vox Pops at the time on the, on the local news. And you got people saying, oh, Boris Johnson, he's good. He's going to sort it out. <laughs> And, I mean, you know, we've had a Labour MP here forever and look at the place, it's a disgrace. Oh, That's because God. of the fucking Labour MP, man. I know. It's That's because of 13 it? years of fucking austerity. Oh, God, it's so it's so sad <sighs> and it's really worrying. And so we, we have to, it's, in, it's incumbent upon us to do something about it. And I think mm. that, you know, you've got to drive the Tories out of Blythe, Hexham, wherever. You do Blythe, I do Hexham, or vice versa. I don't care, mate. I'm not sure we'll do it via the true and fair party, though, to be honest. It feels sa- a bit... I like the sound of it. Think of it, though, mate. True and yeah. fair. What's not to like about that? I like truth and I like fairness. I mean... I think there's more people out we... there than you'd think that who don't like truth or fairness. Yeah. Uh. Oh, they, they probably think that truth and fairness is virtue signalling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's good about fairness? Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, aye, that, the truth. That's... Is that the latest walk brigade thing, is it? Truth. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God, we're telling the truth all the time. Where's that get you? Nowhere. <laughs> I like a good lie, me. I like being <laughs> light, too. It's what Britain was built on, man, when it was still great. That used to lie to us all the time. <laughs> That's how we won the Falklands. Oh, God. Uh, well, there's some, there's some really good stuff. I mean, we we haven't looked at Ringo Starr's You're 16, but let's not. Um, we'll move on from that. Way. Further down to Paul McCartney and Wings with Jet, which is a lot better. Woo-woo-woo-woo! Uh, Jet! Uh, which, of course... Uh, did I get number one, Jet? No, number Fucking seven. Fucking should have done. Should have done, yeah. We've got... Um, Imagine him I mean, coming there's... out with that. 
Well, we need a hit, Paul. You've been out of the Beatles for a few years, and uh, it's time you started ramping up the number ones. Do something a bit more populist, like the toe tappers you did with the other lads. What do you got? Well, I was, I was thinking of doing a song called Jet, because everyone likes jets, don't they? Uh, it's a, it's a short Concord. word. It's, it's a short word. It starts with a J, which a lot of people don't realise is the highest scoring letter on Scrabble. It's right. I think it's as high as X. It's a um, letter that's associated with success, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So I think uh, people are going to like that. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say it trips off the tongue. And, and people like Jets because it reminds them of going on holiday. So I think it's going to be Jets. How's it going to go? Oh, well, I'll take care of that in the studio. I'll probably just shout Jet. It'll write itself. These things usually do. <laughs> Jet! Woo! Woo! Jet! Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I'm just looking outside the top 40, and if we'd done this a week earlier, we'd be talking about It's You by Freddie Starr, of all people. Wow. I've got no recollection of that at all. That got to number nine. Wow. But we're not allowed to talk about it, so we can't. Shall I dip mm. into this Wombles book that I bought? <laughs> yeah, all right. The Wombles are in this chart at number 29 yeah. with the Wombling song, and also mm. at number th- four with Remember You're a Womble. It's the 1968 Wombles novel, which led to the uh, the creation of the TV series and the toys and everything. But it's, look, look at it. It's got really small writing, and it's proper proper novel. Mm. Uh this is Bungo and the Concrete Mixer. I'll just read a random chapter. Uh, we must cheat, said Great Uncle Bulgaria. <laughs> well, no one likes lies. Uh, better make it £41.15 pence just to be on the right side. It'll leave us with hardly anything, but we'll just have to manage. Still, there's usually plenty of money left lying about in the spring. Right, old friend, I leave the next part of the operation in your capable paws. I suppose hmm. it better be tonight, Tobermory said. No time like the present, said Great Uncle Bulgaria, getting down stiffly from the stool. Besides, they might move on tomorrow. There's a lot of building going on down by Tibbet's Corner with the road widening oh, scheme. Tibbet's Corner I, it is a real place, very near me, because I live not Common. that far from Wimbledon. I mean, I'm about yeah. a 20 minute drive from Wimbledon. But this Tibbet, is almost Tibbet's a Corner is midway, yeah. yeah. It's based on true stuff. Uh, Tibbet's Corner, the, I think, is where they, they allegedly, but there's some. Um, there's some debate about where this happened. Is where they say they hung old Dick Turpin. Ah, oh, I knew I'd heard of it from something. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of building going on down by Tibbetts Corner with the road widening scheme, and that would be a far more difficult place for us. <clears throat> he coughed delicately behind his paw. For us, from a business point of view. Basically, <laughs> the mafia. The, the Wombles are basically yeah. a fucking mafia-type outfit, aren't yeah. they? I don't know what that story's about. It's actually not a novel. I don't think it's got like lots of different mini stories in it. And this one's Bungo and the Concrete Mixer. Uh, so yeah, they're up to something. They're up to no good. But um, yeah, there you go, Wombles. I am available to read <laughs> this out. You can't knock them. You can't knock them, can you? The Wombles. I will read this out live on YouTube. For anybody that's wanting to peer. Do you know what we should start doing as content, maybe for our Turbo subscribers? Top mm. Flight Time Machine, Jack and Ori. And oh, all it is, good, is it? like you sat. I'd, I'd love it if you were sat with some cans. 
Yeah. A few empties around you and one mm-hmm. in your hand the bu- and a mm-hmm. book in the other. And, you, you know, it's easy for you to do because literally all you have to do is read out a bit of a story and go, I'll be back tomorrow night. And each week we could do it across a week, couldn't we? We could do it at bedtime. Oh, TFTM bedtime stories. Bedtime stories. Lovely. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good idea, actually. I'm going to jot that down. Get in touch if you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> it's another, another income stream. Uh, what else is in this chart that we can look at? Uh, I mean, ABBA, ABBA, Waterloo, gone up from number 17. Mama! Yeah. yeah, what an opening. And it, what a song. It, I think it gets forgotten almost. It does. But when you because see it, it's like when they just go in like that, Mama! You're like, fucking yes! Yeah. It's like one of those great intros. It's up there with um, Hard Day's Night, which starts... Bang! <laughs> How should we start it? Like this, you come. Bang! And song! Yeah. Song! <laughs> and it's like ABBA, who I think were Beatles obsessives, weren't they? And like, they yeah. came to Waterloo. What are we going to do the next song about? Fucking obvious, isn't it? Battle of Waterloo. Everyone loves that. Oh, yeah. How are you going to kick it off? Like this. My, my! Bow, bow! Yeah. And Napoleon did surrender. That's it. You get straight into the action. And, and no fucking build-up. You, you plunge them straight into the middle of it. And then, oh, yeah! Da-da. Bow, bow! <laughs> That's oh, how to a, do a fucking pop song. It's a monster of a song. It's you know what? It's the, it's the pop equivalent of the old going into the prison yard on your first day and sparking the biggest cunt out. That's exactly what it is. It's just like, yeah. I'm going in there. There's no fucking about. We're here, we're not here to play games. We're ABBA. We're here to fucking bag number we're ones. We're, we're here to bag number ones and lots of them, right? And here's how we're going to do it. My, my! Boom, boom! At Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. <laughs> Go on, Benny and Bjorn, you fucking that's, monsters. That's a brilliantly constructed line as well. Yeah. You know, at it's Waterloo, so Napoleon did surrender. I, I know. Yeah. It's like Shakespearean it's like, almost. That's what I'm saying, mate. They're not fucking about. They were never playing yeah. games. It was never like, yeah, we're going to see where our creative art takes us. They knew, they'd, they'd studied the Beatles forensically, mm. right? They fucking, they'd learnt pop music by listening to the Beatles and they were like, how can we take this to the next fucking level, right? First of all, mm. get a couple of Dorises on board because people like something to look at. That was the only problem with the Beatles. They were all geezers. Get a, get a, blo- a, a blood one and a brown one so everyone's yeah. covered. And listen, right? Think about it. Imagine the Beatles... Now imagine the Beatles if Ringo and George had been a couple of sexy Dorises. It's better, isn't it? Straight away you're thinking it's like the Beatles, but better. Well, that's what we're going to be. We're going to be the better Beatles because it's the same music but with a couple of Dorises. And they're going to be dressed a lot of the time in jumpsuits rather than them daft colonist suits that the Beatles always went around in. Silver yeah. jumpsuits, I'm thinking. First yeah. song's going to be about just- a battle of Waterloo. Oh, we'll just do it. We'll just keep doing it until we've had enough and then we'll pack and, it in. And we're not going to do any of that fucking daft stuff that that punch John Lennon wrote. I am the fucking walrus, Strawberry Fields. Fuck that. It's all going to be about things that people want to hear about, like the Battle of Waterloo. Uh, d- d- dancing and money. 
Uh, yeah. Stuff or, like that. Yeah, we'll stick to the stuff that people like. <laughs> Give the people what they want. A couple of Dorises thinking about fighting, money, sex, <laughs> dancing, all the good stuff. We'll probably do one about the, custard and all. We have time. They got about 1979 Discord came along. They went, yeah, we'll do some of that as well. Yeah. yeah. What? Fucking voulez-vous. We'll do that. Not really, but disco <laughs> song. Do it in French. People love that. <laughs> and then 1980, it was like, ah, oh, everyone's getting divorced and everyone's miserable all the time. We'll do some miserable songs now. Then we'll just knock it on the head. It is yeah. true. Everyone did get Amazing. divorced in 1980. That's a shame. Best damn won the cup though. Uh, everyone, there was a big everyone. divorce. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like people who got married in the sixties. Yeah. Uh, all those hippies, and then they made it. And in the seventies, a lot of them sort of made it, despite the drudgery of the seventies. Mm. And then they're like, you know what? It's the it's the eighties now. Fuck, fuck this! I'm getting divorced. All yeah. these fucking screaming kids everywhere. I can't be asked. It's the eighties. <laughs> I'm going to get myself a Sinclair C five and live the high life. <laughs> I just know. I've just been life. listening to Radio I'd even have done a song about it. <laughs> I saw some footage of the Sinclair C5 the other day and I thought that could come back. Mate, People I've driven one. I drove you? one when I was a reporter for Five News. Like, it was funny. It was like Mr. Ben being a reporter because you go in in the morning and you never knew where you were going to be dispatched to. And sometimes yeah. you'd be doing a serious story in Westminster and sometimes they'd go, right, it's the 30th anniversary of the Sinclair C5. We've we've tracked down a cunt who still holds one. He's in fucking Shropshire, so get in the van and get up there pronto. So I did, and I had to do a piece to camera where, like, the opening piece to camera, it's just like that classic sort of Alan Partridge local news thing where the opening piece to camera is me (laughs) coming along the street in the Sinclair (laughs) C5 in my suit and then pulling up right next to the camera on an exact (laughs) spot where the cameraman saw me. You had to stop exactly on that chalk line. Right? Yeah. And go, that's right. I'm in a Sinclair C5. Back in the 80s, everyone thought this was how we'd all be travelling by now. Everyone drove one of these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was like literally one of those ones where it was like 100 takes, right? Because yeah. I couldn't fucking couldn't get the Sinclair it. C5. Yeah, <laughs> I, kept, I turned it over. I fucking crashed it. And the most thing was I just kept overshooting the fucking mark for the piece to camera. And then, like, the one time I do hit it, I forget the line. I go, this is a Sinclair C fucking a fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in the end, but it was awful. It was in the deer. Whoa. Fucking hell. Sinclair C5, eBay, £1,675. Don't, do Don't do it, mate. Don't do it. I might be drunk later tonight. Yeah, I know. It's, that's what I'm worried about. Like, yeah, if you're thinking about it sober, even a little bit, then once you've got a few cans inside you, could be disastrous. Oh, but I could just bounce around in the local parks on it. You all right, I mean? it's a, it's the ultimate. All right, cunts vehicle, isn't it? Totally, totally. Oh, I've got a clap from South End. I can't Especially drive it on from if, South End. If you pull up outside the booze up when it's when it's the summer and your mates are outside. All right, cunts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to drink and drive one of these. I think you can be pissed. You don't pay any yeah. road tax. You park where you fucking want, and no cunt wants to nick it because it's a pile of shite. What's I not can... that? What's not to love? I can ride around in it and take Oscar for a walk at the same time just hold on to the lead and he'll just be trotting along <laughs> next to it. Amazing. Lovely. I'll give that a lot of consideration later on. 
Um, right, I think we've done enough of this chart now. I'm getting it done out in red and white stripes, man. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. it fucking branded. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me ideas, Sam. <laughs> um, right, there we go. That's it from this chart. We'll do a new one in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>